Hey, I'm Lionel. And I'm Tracy. We're married. We've been together for more than a decade this go-round. Yeah, we've been at this relationship off and on for 40 years. But now we want to talk to you about love and marriage in a day where that's not represented too often. Yeah, we aren't experts or anything, just two people trying to make it work. So join the conversation, will you? Didn't occur to you to put it down before you threw it, huh? Doesn't matter, I can always edit it. God. So what's up? (laughs) You tell me. Oh my God. Well, I guess we're here because we had talked before about representation in what we listen to and podcasts about things that we experience personally. And the thing that we didn't hear about was black marriage. So I think we're starting a podcast about black marriage. So here we are. Here we are. One thing I hope that black marriage isn't extinct in the next five years. Whoa, you jumped straight into it, huh? Yeah, why not? Hmm. I mean, you see more and more that... And it... I don't know that I believe that. I I think that it's like... And it's going to come across... I don't know how this is going to come across, but I'm going to say what... I really think is true is that I think in many ways your our experience of what the world is is shaped by the people we're around of course and the data we take in and I think if you're in some situations you may think that the whole world is your little slice but in fact the world is totally different oh I'm the first to admit it what do I always tell you you never know what goes on behind other people's closed doors. Right. But I, I think that's some like you just said that you hoped it wasn't becoming instinct, extinct, as if that was like, I just think sometimes you, like as a, as a temperament thing, you, you, you extrapolate your experience to everybody's experience. No, I don't. I guess I'm just I, I guess I'm just looking at it from a black man's point of view, like, you know, I, I don't see many black men well, I shouldn't say I don't see, but statistics show or Facebook shows or I mean whatever you wanna sh- whatever whatever y- you wanna use to back up your statements, it shows that Black marriages aren't happening as, as we would as often as we would like them to see. I again, I would I would just no, I would challenge that. Okay. I, I feel like that it's who you're surrounded with, who what data you're taking in. When they when they do a survey of a thousand black people, like that's that data is not good data. You know, I mean, but like I said, any any yeah. I I, told, I can I like, agree with you. Like there is a a study that's often brought out about black women being more likely to be struck by lightning to be married, and that that's that that study and I'm using air quotes has been used for twenty years to to tell black women about something 
that and it turns out it wasn't true. It wasn't true when that study was done. It was fake then, but people just latched onto it. And so they just kept saying things that were not necessarily real. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm just I'm loath to make any generalizations mm-hmm. about other people's experience based on my experience because I I recognize how limited my experience or I feel like my experience is so limited that I can't I can't speak for anybody else. No, I'm a I, black person and I'm married, but I don't feel like I can speak for black marriage. Okay. I guess I'm looking at it from a point of view of, you know, your girlfriends and my guy friends who aren't married and who are looking to be married. I guess that's a different podcast for a different day, but the result is they're not married. And... Um, so it's weird, like from my vantage point, I only have like one friend that's like that. That wants to be married and it's not married? Yes. Oh, okay. Felt like you had a couple more, but I stand correct. I sit corrected. But in any event, it just feels like, it just feels like there are a lot of, it just feels like an hour, and I... It feels like it just feels like I don't know what it feels like. <laughs> I guess it just feels like and I'm not saying that it could it can't it won't happen because I I strongly believe that you know right but i think you're starting from a premise that's based on a very limited experience it would be like if you said you know all cubans smoke how many cubans do you personally know you may know 10 cubans right and all 10 cubans that you know smoke but that doesn't mean that cubans as a rule smoke and i think black people in particular because we're collectivist in nature that we we always are thinking about each other and and what we are doing as a group that we have this sort of almost worse tendency to say that what is happening with us or what we what we make up is somehow and I'm using air quotes again the truth okay does that make sense or no that makes sense so you can talk about your friends and their not wanting to get married or wanting to get married or or whatever, or my friend that wants to get married, but all of my friends that aren't married don't seem to want to be and, or were married. And like, I, I only, like I said, I only know one person that isn't married and wants to be. Um, Everybody else is totally met by their circumstance. Um. But I think it is an interesting question. Like, I think it's interesting to just talk about one's own story. You know, I think there's a beauty in that. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to to be obviously universal because I think the human experience is universal. Like, it doesn't, your, our story doesn't have to be anybody else's story, but just stories in general apply to other people. And so that's why it would be valuable. Yeah. 
Side note, I'm 100% sure that the squirrels are planning to break in the house. <laughs> you can feel them plotting. Huh? I saw one <laughs> jump from that branch to the other branch, and he's staring in the window as we speak. <laughs> and I told you how I came to the door, and there was one hanging on the screen. No, you didn't tell me about that one. I thought it was somebody coming to the door to visit, and I go look, and it's a squirrel. Maybe it's the squirrels from 1931. Maybe they found us, and he wanted to say, what's up? Mm. He hadn't seen you in a while. No, thanks. <laughs> Wouldn't that be disturbing if they had like found out where we live now, and we're like, yeah, there she go. That's her right uh, there. Don't you remember her, man? She ran from the front door to the kitchen. Don't you, don't you remember? <laughs> and I told you, kick, 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 kick. And you were like, woo, woo, woo. Yeah, you freaked her out. That's her. That's her. She's right there. The car's around the corner. Pippin <laughs> is right. That's this is her. God. The car's a little less beat up because it was newer back then. But you know what I mean. This is her. It's my worst nightmare. That <laughs> I don't know why I'm so freaked out by them, but I hate them. So anyway, <laughs> so what's your plan for this podcast, sir? Uh, my plan is to share and share is to share. And have people share back. What's your problem? What 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 do you what what can what do you want another opinion about? I mean, I'm a black man. I'm married, so but you I was give also advice. single. No, I don't know. I don't want to give advice. I mean, I I, I want to. I feel like each one teach one. You know. So that's still giving advice. What what's your problem? What's your maybe I I can give a better answer once I hear what you what you're interested in this podcast. My interest is just sharing my story. Oh, it's all about you. South absorbed as that may sound, <laughs> I'm cool with that. It's more like there are podcasts that I listen to that don't have anything to do with my life. But I like hearing about somebody else's life. Hmm. Okay. Why watch reality TV? Why watch movies? Why why watch any of that stuff? I don't live in those houses. I don't have a uh like in love after lockup. I you know, like that's not happening to me. Although you went through you strolling through the website to see what they were. I just had for. to understand how that website worked. I just had to know. It was gonna kill me. I wasn't even gonna say anything to you about it, but I was just like, I think just it's in case he ever asks me, I'll I be like, I had to look because I was like, this is an actual website. Like I thought it was a joke that they were that they were replacing. You know how people make up stuff on TV shows? They make up a name. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a made up name, so I was like, oh, oh this isn't okay. real. And then it was like, meetaprisoner.com. It's actually a website. <laughs> anyway, um, which was slightly disturbing. That my age group uh, was like at the very bottom. Interesting. I was like, Wait, wow. When you, say you, when you say your age group was at the very bottom, was that at the, was that for people that the inmates wanted to meet? No. Or that's- so that you could sort. Excuse me. So that you could sort the inmates. So like, like say you wanted to meet somebody who was forty five. Mm-hmm. Forty five and forty six was one block. Okay. And then. You know, the other ones were bigger blocks, but I guess 45, 46. Oh, so nobody wanted to meet them. Nobody wanted to meet them. 46. But the ones from like 19 to 30 
was full. That was a big block. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was smaller than that. It okay. was like 18 to 24 or something Okay, like that, okay. I think. But I was like, dang, me the inmate. <laughs> anyway, why did we even start? Oh, right. Because I was saying that what I hope is that there's a voice that I think I have, that you have, that we have, that I don't see represented anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'd be curious. I I just would like to see more, you know, representation, you know, like... I was actually talking to um, Richard once about what I don't ever see are gay love stories. Mm-hmm. Like, there's I've never seen a, a you know a gay couple sitting on the couch. Excuse me, talking about how they fell in love. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, wow, that's really interesting that 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 representation just doesn't exist. Black love. We watched that whole um, series. And I was so uplifted by it because I did not realize how starved I was to see representation on television of black people that are together, you know? But but what you're going to say, I already know what you're about to say, is you're about to say because they're not. And I actually think... No, no, that's not what I was going to say. I think it's it's the exact opposite, is that that the representation of blackness is so... Through the white lens, through that gaze, that you have no idea what black people are really like. I have no idea what black people are really like because we don't actually see ourselves anywhere. It it reminds me a lot of what I'm learning, you know, through stuff at work about gender that that I don't even realize that all the women I see on TV, all the women I see in movies all the women I see on magazines, the way that they look is filtered through the male gaze. Though it's male photographers, it's male cinematographers, it's male directors. So even how the women hold their bodies is different because they're doing it for the male audience. They're not doing it for the female audience. And I've just never even thought about that before. Like, so I don't really know what womanhood really even looks like because my gaze has been shaped by the, a man's eye. By a man's eye. Well, it's interesting, like the the play that I just did. You know, it it was like the one of the lines for the, my character was, you know, uh, every woman needs a man. <laughs> it's the way of the world. Every woman needs a man. She says, a, a treacherous man like you, no. You know, a man craves a woman. A woman craves a man. That's the way of the world. And that was written in 1800, you know. Mm-hmm. She rewrote it for our time. Mm-hmm. But even in our time, it's still like that. In our time. Of- in, in today's day and age, 2018. I don't believe that that's true. Well, it's you just said so. It's no, true I didn't. In the sense that's not that what I said. It's true in the sense. Hold on. It's true in the sense that. You are going to know what womanhood is based on a man's eye, right? But that's not but that women need a man. That's, that's actually the problem is that, is that rather than, than my... The point wasn't that a woman needs a man. The point was that... The, my point was that it was a man controlling the, the lens then and it's a man controlling oh, the lens now. Okay. That was my point. That's a different thing. Because right. what you so said that was, was my point. I, you quoted I was just, something. I was just telling the lines, right? But 
That was my point. Okay. Right. So, um, it just, yeah. Even, I mean, I, I think about where my parenting, like, that I'm super conscientious about not parenting my children from this lens of blackness as bad that I'm I'm not trying to like have my children be necessarily the most compliant people on earth like that's not my goal I want you know I I just I'm just aware that how much racism sexism classism homophobia uh, xenophobia xenophobia all of those things how much they influence all the isms and phobias. all the isms all the isms and ears how they inform my my view and how i have to be vigilant in a way that i am not always and it's very difficult it really takes some unraveling well, so anyway, I don't want to give advice because I don't feel like I'm in a position yeah, to give anybody advice. One of the beautiful things I think about, you know, the times that we live in is that um, children are more aware. You know, they're, they're more aware of the day and age that they grow up, that they're growing up in. And some of the things that they some of the things that they're experiencing now we didn't experience in our growing up you know that's true so it's easier to i think it's a little easier to reach them if you actually try i i mean again i i i'm kind of against in general comparison like because we grew up in a different world than our parents did Right. That's just a fun. Like that's just how it works. Right. So it wouldn't occur to me to be like, well, our my children are more advanced. They're not more advanced. I, They're just advanced in different ways. I don't think I said they were more advanced. No, I you didn't think- say advanced, but you were suggesting that they were that they knew stuff that we didn't know at their age. Of course. No, I I get. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I don't want to give advice. I just want to be here. Sort of with you. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your plan? You want to do this once a week? Just get together, talk, see what pops? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Let's do that. Okay. Hope you don't get a pink slip for Christmas. <laughs> I hope I do. That that'll be our first episode, not last episode. First episode we talk about marriage. Second episode we talk about our divorce. And that's a wrap. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs>